Welcome back, guys, to episode 20 of the new Latino podcast mm-hmm. with your co-host, Steph. Me, hello. <laughs> and your host, Alfred Robles. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. Mm-hmm. And guys, uh, we do not have a third co-host. Oh, sad. I'm not that sad, but sad. So... <laughs> My dad, if you if you listened last week, my dad called me and recap, uh, recap. Re- the story. I'm gonna give you guys a recap. My dad uh-huh. called me and he wanted to hook up on Thursday, and he needed a place to stay. Yeah, and I was gonna invite him over to my house. Yeah, and I go Thursday first. I want to go visit my mom, and bet my mom was cock blocking my dad. Yeah, she kept. I, I bet she kept saying, "Oh, you know what?" Um, they're not going to open the border anytime soon. So your dad's going to stay there uh-huh. for a long time. Uh-huh. Are you sure you want your dad there So for she was a long trying time? to like convince you not to yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. In a nice way. Yeah. You know? In a nice way she was. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Um, it's He hasn't <clears throat> said anything. Mm-hmm. You know? Whatever happens, happens. I mean, I can't kick my dad out. I'm not going to say, Dad, you only have two weeks. Yeah. You know? If it's a little bit longer, then it's a little bit longer. You know, it's one of those. If I'm gonna suck it up, I'm gonna have to suck it up the whole time. Yeah, you what know? about he never left? <laughs> Moment of silence. <laughs> what if he never left? He would have left. Okay. Yeah, he would. I left. mean, that's his thing. I right? would start popping his tires or something. <laughs> Maybe just be extra clingy and be like, "Dad, I love you." Yeah. And then yeah. he'd leave. <laughs> He's not gonna know what to do if I tell him I love you. So. Okay, so Thursday comes. I go to my mom's. Mm-hmm. I, I I hang out with my mom, mm-hmm. and my dad lives ten minutes away, mm-hmm. anywhere from five to ten minutes away from my mom's spot. Yeah, and uh, my dad has a tire shop, and my dad bought a little trailer, and he took the trailer inside the tire shop, so he lives in the trailer at the tire shop. Okay, but he sold the tire shop. He sold the tire shop because he wanted to move back to Mexico, mm-hmm. but the Corona didn't let him. And uh, I guess the people there want him out because of the trailer. Yeah. I mean, if you buy something, hey, what the fuck, bro? Well, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's their you property. Know? It's their property now. Mm-hmm. So I go visit my dad, and he's not there. Mm-hmm. He's not there. <laughs> and I chill there. I chill for, I chill for 10 minutes. I had a soda. Mm-hmm. So I was drinking my soda and just right there chilling, chilling. Nothing, nothing. I'm like, well, you know what? Let me call him. Yeah. Let me call him. I call my dad. <laughs> he doesn't answer. I'm like, okay. I'm going to wait another 10 minutes mm-hmm. so he can call back. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in the freeway and, hey, and come, has back, to come back. You right, know? Okay. Right, so right. I waited there. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Mm. My fucking dad ghosted me again. Okay. <laughs> How'd you feel? Were you were you relieved or were you kind of bummed that he didn't even try to contact you? A little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what to say. Yeah. A little bit of both, you know? It would have been kind of cool to have him. Uh-huh. You know? But it would have been kind of awkward as well. Yeah. You like, what, how do you deal with, like, meals and, like... I won't, I won't, I'm not going to cook for my dad. <laughs> Either he... Um... So, no, but I feel like if he would have been in the room the whole time and you would, you would know he hasn't come out, you'd feel 
obligated to offer him a meal or check in on him. No? Well, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't know what he does for, for food in his trailer. Yeah. I know he has a stove and yeah. a fridge in his trailer, so whatever he does there, he can do here. Yeah. You know? I mean, Maybe he would have cooked for you. I, maybe, but I mean, <laughs> me offering my home, I think that's enough. Yeah, that's what you say, I'm not going to say, hey, Dad, you want huevos con winnies? <laughs> that's all I eat, Dad. Hey, Dad, <laughs> now that you live with me, you're on the keto sometimes, this is Dad. It. This is you're going to drink White Claws? I don't know. And just yeah, fucking because, hang out. Because somebody is a little cheat, so... That's why I said sometimes. <laughs> right, on the keto right. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what I would have done. Maybe he... Uh, I know my dad drives. Mm-hmm. He, he could drive himself around and look for food. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, you could set your own expectation, but once yeah. the person's here, it's a little different. I don't think my dad would expect to come and still me cook for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, even though my dad's old, but I mean, yeah. come on, dad. That's yeah. some respect. I know you're my dad, but you haven't been around for fucking 30 years, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm not going to cook for you. <laughs> you know? So has he called you since? No, he hasn't called me. <laughs> He 100% you have ghosted. He hasn't called by me. your own dad. He hasn't called me whatsoever. Oh, how does it feel to be ghosted? Again, twice? Yeah, for the I second feel, time by the I same feel person. Like, uh, I feel uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh. I feel like um, speechless. I'm speechless. Yeah. Now I was talking to my friend. I was talking to my friend Shanu. Shout out to Shanu from No Father No Problems Podcast. Shanu knows my dad because Shanu is one of my oldest friends. Mm-hmm. And he said, bro, more power to you. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that if it was my dad. Yeah. And I was like, okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he was all like, what happened? And I, I told him what happened. He goes, hey, more power to you. You um, you tried. You know? Yeah. But um, I got ghosted in a bit. Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, it kind of seems like he didn't even deserve your effort. <laughs> and I still want to call him again. Hmm. Hey, uh, you remember me? You know? Like, yeah. what, what do I what do I say? I don't know. I what is that phone call like? Hey, Dad, you, did you, you stood me up again. Yeah. You walked out on me again. <laughs> what, what do I say? I don't know, because I wouldn't put myself in that situation. I wouldn't call him. Hmm. I wouldn't. No? No. No. I wouldn't. If you can't keep chasing after people that don't value you as a person. Even if it's your, one of your parents? Even if it's your parents. Yeah? Like, okay, my mom, obviously, like, our moms, they've been there for us. So, yeah. even, so if I get into an argument with my mom, even if she's wrong, I'm going to say sorry. And I'm going to make an effort. And whoa, whoa, whoa. I, yeah. Did she just say you're going to say sorry? You know what? Only only to my mother. No, nobody else. You can quote me on this. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but that's like the only person I would chase after is my mom. Nobody else. Nobody. What do you mean Spe- chase? Like, like... Be like if my mom is mad at me, she's the one that I would try to contact over and over and over again until she gives in uh-huh. and we're fine again. Mm. I wouldn't do that to my dad, but I think you had a more like you you had a more of a relationship with your dad than I did with my dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, mine is zero. Maybe I wanted like closure or something. 
I guess. You know? Maybe that's what I was chasing. I guess. I mean, if it makes you feel better. Yeah. But. But I also know he would have fucked up my life. Yeah. In a way, like, where my mom won't come visit me anymore. Ooh. And you're willing to sacrifice that for your dad? Never. No. But I feel like it's something my mom was going to get over. Like, right now, of course, she'll be mad. But later, she'll say, oh, that was the right thing to do. Mm. You know? My mom probably would never say that. I feel like, I feel I feel that way. And then I also feel like you would be uncomfortable coming over and my dad was here. Oh, yeah. That'd be so weird. You It'd know? be weird. Like, hello. Uh-huh. Awkward. And then my like, cat, too. I don't know about your cat. I mean, maybe. Well, she doesn't like when new people come over. No, you know? Yeah. But it it would be really weird. And I'm a type of person I like watching TV loud as fuck. I yes, yes you do. You know, and I don't want to hear a mijo, pagale, lower it. Uh, I don't want to hear that. Guys, shut up. Where were you thirty years? Yeah, this you is know? my house. This is my fucking house. Yeah, I mean, I've... being a good person is more than just offering a hand. It comes with so much more. So, I mean, I'm not saying don't be a good person, but also weigh the pros and the cons because it's not just lending a hand. It's not just saying, come live with me. It's so much more. Right, It's like right. a whole other person in your home. Right, right. So that was it, guys. I thought we were going to have a, a third co-host. Yeah. But no. No. Nope. I'm still dadless. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But we tried. Yeah, I guess we so. tried. You say you tried. Okay, so now. <clears throat> okay, so today is Memorial Day. Yeah. You know, happy Memorial Weekend. Yeah. Okay, now I had a question for you. Mm-hmm. Are you supposed to say Happy Memorial Day? Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you're supposed to, but everybody says it. And is that right? Do you, do you feel like it's kind of weird? I feel like. I feel like it could be happy a day when a lot of people died. No, 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 no. Happy, happy. How would it be? Because well, they yeah. didn't actually die this day. Well, but right, ha- right. This is today's like re- to remember or to yeah. honor all the people that have passed away. Right, 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 right. So, I mean, it's only happy for the people that get a three-day weekend uh-huh. and normal circumstances, right? I mean, not right now, everybody. I mean, not everybody, but a lot of people are off. Anyway, but I don't think it's happy for the people that actually lost somebody. No, right? <laughs> yeah. like, let's just say, let's just say, uh, uh, you had a brother in the military mm-hmm. and he, he died. Mm-hmm. He died in I the wouldn't be like happy. And someone comes up to say, happy Memorial Day. Like, yeah, I'd probably, really? yeah, I'd probably say like it's not happy. Yeah. With attitude. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm, maybe. So what's the proper way? <laughs> or how would you say it? Or nothing. Nothing. Or uh, happy Memorial Weekend? Well, I mean, it's still. Ha- I think that I think the word "happy" is the problem, right? Because it's only happy for the people that are enjoying a three-day weekend or mm-hmm. a holiday, based on the fact that other people die. Right, right, right. So, I mean, it is happy for people that have a three-day weekend under normal circumstances because you have a whole day off, uh-huh. additional, um, but not for people that are actually remembering. Right. That somebody died. 
It's like 9-11. You don't say happy 9-11, right? <laughs> yeah. Or happy September 11th. Patriot Day. I didn't know it was called Patriot Day. Mm-hmm. It's not happy Patriot no, Day. No, you don't say happy Patriot Day. Right. Yeah, it's kind of weird, mm-hmm. you know? I never thought about it, actually. No. Because everybody else sees it as, as a holiday, as like, yeah, yeah. let's go to the beach or have a barbecue or have like an event that's happy. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a lot of people, I'm sure there's tons of people that this is like a sad day for them. Like for Dia de los Muertos. Right. You don't say, hey, happy Dia de los Muertos. Happy, happy Dia de los Muertos. You don't say that, right? Mm. Oh, yes. I think you do, but but that's different though. Well, see, maybe maybe we don't understand why Memorial Day is happy because we don't experience it. Because it doesn't affect, like it's not something that affects us directly. Mm-hmm. But I think Dia de los Muertos is a celebration of mm-hmm. death, right? So I think it's kind of unless I don't I don't know. I think it is a celebration. It is to celebrate the death. Yeah, so I think it is Feliz Dia de los Muertos, uh, right? Because it's no. it is. A, I've never heard someone say Happy Dia de los Muertos. No. No, I I always see it. Just they just say the the name, just Dia right. de los Muertos. Right. I, don't I think, think I, yeah. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I don't think we ever celebrate it that way in our household, but I think it is a celebration, though. Because people do little murals and right, stuff. Right, and right, Shout out to everybody that, uh, all the soldiers out there, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to you guys and uh, and the ones that passed away as well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but shout out to everybody fighting for this country. Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing to do. After high school, I took my, um, do you know what an ASVAT test is? It's a pretest to get into the military. Oh, no. Me and my friend, took, we took an ASVAT test for, uh, for, um, for the Air Force. How'd you do? I did good. We both did good, but we, we never. Yeah. We didn't follow it. We said, nah, it's not for us. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, at the moment, you're kind of hyped up because whatever it is. But after yeah. that, you, you really think about it. Mm-hmm. And I remember the recruiter. He was recruiting. He was recruiting us hard, man. Yeah. He'll go play basketball with us. He'll go to the mall with. Us. He was like a friend. Like motherfucker. That's really weird. You know, we mm-hmm. didn't know that was his job though. We thought he liked us. To like befriend you. Yeah. yeah oh wow. Yeah. I didn't know they. That's did what that. they did there in the past. I don't know if they still do it, but yeah. that's it was it was for us. We had a good day. We he went, was like a big brother. Like that was, big. He brother was a big brother program. that we didn't want. <laughs> you know, I didn't want another big brother. Yeah. I, I already have two big brothers. I didn't want another motherfucker. Uh-huh. You know, so today was a good day, babe. We went, uh, we ate at, uh, shout out to everybody at Dirt Dog. Uh-huh, yeah. In the city of Pasadena. Mm-hmm. We had, we had um, some good hot dogs there. Mm-hmm. And we had some fries. We had the, it's called the Mutt Dog. What was in it, babe? It was, well, it was um, a green sauce and a red sauce, but it had like grilled onions, grilled peppers, cilantro. Like, it just had grilled veggies on it. Mm-hmm. And then it had the sauces, which was the main portion of the reason why it was called the mutt dog was because it was the two different sauces. Like, half of the hot dog was one sauce and half of the other hot dog was the other sauce. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's what we had. It, it was, was really good. good. It, it was, was really good. good. Actually, I've never had a spicy hot dog that way, uh-huh. I guess. Um, they've always had like mustard and mayo pretty much and just basic. Um, but this was interesting. It had like a lime too, yeah, right? It had a yeah, lime. Yeah. It was interesting and it was really good. I think it was 
it was definitely spicy. I won't take that away from it. Yeah. I don't know that it was as spicy. And it was actually really nice. The people that worked there were really nice and everybody right. was really helpful. And um, the girl at the register warned us mm -hmm. that it was going to be spicy. Um, so you know what you're getting. So you know what you're getting. Right, right. And it was good. It was good. I liked it. I like the little vibe they had in there. Yeah. Because they also sell 40 ounce beers. Yeah. That was kind of cool, huh? Yeah. It's different. Mm hmm And it kind of kind of has a little hip-hop vibe. Yeah, it does. There's a, there's a mural of um, of um, some rappers. There's Tupac. There's Biggie Smalls. And there's Easy e mm -hmm. I thought it was real cool. And what I really like is that it, it looked like them. Well, also, I don't know if you've noticed on the uh, TV, they were playing um, videos of them. Oh, that's cool. Or like old hip-hop rap videos. Right. I, I like that those drawings look like the people. Mm-hmm. You know? Because mm -hmm. I see a couple of murals out there like, come on, bro. Kobe yeah. didn't look like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's Lamar Odom, bro. <laughs> you ain't fooling me. I don't know who that is. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> Lamar Odom was another uh, Laker. Uh, I wouldn't have a good reference. That, he, that doesn't look like Kobe. But um, the fries were really good. Um, it was really simple. I also like that there wasn't too many um, options. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I actually really like when there's where there's places where you just choose something and it is what it is. Right, right. Um, so they did have one vegetarian option, which was really nice. Um, I always kind of feel like it, it is really like considerate of restaurants to have at least one yeah. real meal that's a vegetarian right, right. at least because most not most of the time i don't want to say that because that's not the case so much anymore but even a couple of years ago there wasn't that many restaurants that had a vegetarian option and then people that didn't eat meat would have to like pretty much make a meal from items and put it together themselves mm -hmm. and now like a lot of restaurants have at least one full meal that's not a salad right, that's right. vegetarian right so i really like that that was really nice because i actually got to eat i mean you you didn't eat you ate the vegetarian hot dog as well right. but if we went together and you decided to choose a meat-based hot dog i still got the same thing that you did pretty much i right, didn't have to right. compromise no no so no. i didn't have to get like the corn, for example, they did right, sell corn, right. which we didn't try and we'll try next time. Um, but I, if that wasn't the case, I would have eaten like just a side, yeah, yeah. like corn and fries instead of an actual hot dog. So I think that's really important for people to have, for restaurants to have those options, especially for us. Yes. And shout out to them. Shout out to uh, Dirt Dog. Thank you. Shout out. Thank you for reaching out to mm -hmm. us, you know? That was so yeah. cute. Shout out to it. Stephanie. Stephanie is the one that sh that, uh, mm -hmm. that, shot, that um, hit us up. So mm -hmm. shout out to you, Stephanie. Thank you for inviting us over there. And we loved it. That was and, really cool. I thought we'll it was really back. cool. Yeah, right? Yeah. And it's a pretty popular spot. Yeah. You know? Well, when you sent me the message, I went and I'm like, wait, they're popular already. already. It's yeah. not like it was like a random little restaurant. No, no, it wasn't, you it, know? So I thought it was really cool that they reached out, and I thought that the restaurant was really cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's like easy grab and go, and then we used to go to the movie theater. Right there. That's 
like a block away. A, a block maybe? away. I pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we used to go there all the time when it was open. Mm-hmm. And now we know that there's like a really easy, like hot dog place down the street. But I don't know. I don't know if we'll go there if we go to the movies because we usually oh, eat at that movies because the food the oh, food is remember, there as well. Sometimes there wasn't like there's that that one thing that you used to order that they don't sell anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. And then we yeah. had to like settle yeah, a couple yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. So we usually get the pizza though, the majority of the time. That we yeah, but if we want it, I mean, yeah. I think we go enough where you kind of get tired of the pizza. Yeah, we'll just get the dessert. Yeah, and we'll, the we'll dessert aren't that good either. But anyway, personal opinion. So after that, we went to uh, we went to a donut spot mm-hmm. in Orange County mm-hmm. in Huntington Beach. The yeah. donary, what is it called? Uh, is it don donary? Yeah, the donary. I don't remember. Yeah, it was good as hell. The the so uh, good. the vegan donut, right? I would go just for the blueberry oh, my cake God. vegan donut. It's so good. It was so like soft and then but crispy on the outside. It was better than <laughs> what you thought it was gonna be. When I bit into it, I wish we would have recorded that. Yeah. Like that first impression, like a first impression type of thing. Right, right. Because it was so good. <laughs> and you know what? It must have been super good. Because yeah. you're usually the type of person that said, it's all right. Everything's all right. Everything's all like, right. Like, I have to be really impressed. Yeah. So that was good. You yeah. Know? It was It was just, so what I expected from a vegan donut, and I guess I was maybe thinking, like, gluten-free as well, but that one wasn't gluten-free, but they do have gluten-free options. But I was thinking of, like, a dense, like a bread, just, like, right. bread. Just bready, dense, dry. And it actually was really soft. It was like the like a cake, like the inside of a cake, with like a crispy, like deep fried outside. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I would, I ne- I rarely ever say I would drive somewhere for something. Yeah, you did say that. And I and then I said I would go there for that donut. Yeah. But we have to get more than one when we go. How many, how many did we get this time? We got like six, right? Yeah, but they were different. They're all different because this was our first time, so we want to try different flavors. Or have you been there before? No. Yeah, no. so we want to try different flavors. But next time, I'm just sticking to what I... When I find something I like, that's all I want. That's what I want to eat. So I'm not going to go and try a bunch of different donuts. I want the blueberry cake vegan donut. That's what I want. And they had the liquid fuel. Yeah. Which is just water. It was just water and a beer can. Yeah. Which was super cool. It's weird. It's It almost reminds me of... Like the, have you ever had water from a cardboard? Yes, yes. It's like you yeah. expect something different to come out of it. it yeah. It kind of has the same weird feeling where when you drink out of it, you yeah. don't expect water, even when you know it's yeah. water. Yeah. Because when you drink it, you're making faces like you're drinking beer. Yeah. Like, like yeah, oh yeah, shit, it's yeah. water. It's, yeah, it doesn't taste like anything. It's yeah. just water. So that was kind of cool. And then what I did realize, babe, is a lot of people in Huntington Beach don't wear masks. Yeah. Right? Like, they don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. They gave up. Yeah. You know? I feel like, let's just say we saw 15 people. Let's just say 20. We Mm -hmm. saw 20 people at the donut shop. Or not even at the donut shop. Around. Yeah. Because there was a line as well towards the end. And maybe, like, five of us had masks. The the rest of the people said, fuck it. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. That's... Kind of scary. I mean, kind of scary. I mean, to each their own, but come on. 
Well, with things like this, you it's not really just yourself no, that you yeah. have to think about. It's everybody yeah. else. So Yeah, but some people, they're, they're all like, no, why should I wear a mask? Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're supposed to still. Yeah. And you should wear a mask, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's not just yourself. It's everybody else. Mm-hmm. You have to consider other people. Like, I don't know where you've been, bro. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're getting to the nitty gritty, but What is it? Our last topic. What is it? What do you call... My uh, my screen. No. You call it the what do you call the you shady, call it? shady the sh- screen. Shady, the shady screen. Yeah, the shady yeah. screen. Yeah. Okay, guys, on my iPhone, <laughs> I have my uh, my privacy screen. Mm-hmm. Which, if you don't know what a privacy screen is, mm-hmm. is it, it? I'm not gonna say 100% blocks everything, but it kind of does. Oh, but it it definitely skews your vision even right. when you have to be like even if you're at a little bit of an angle you could see what's on the screen but it's still like you have to it strains your eyes still right so it's for sure you trying to show me something uh-huh. and it's like at a weird angle uh-huh. and i can't see it but and that, you're like but, but see that, it and i'm like i can't see you have but to that part's it. not shady though no, the, but like the, the shady whole, part is, is no, no, no. The screen in general, it's like for it's like people that are shady have it normally. But there you go. I like that you said normally. <laughs> uh huh. But as you should say for the people in the back. But it it is like it's kind of like one of those things. Like, why do you even have it? It's so weird. I mean, I know you've had it for a long time, okay. even before, because I this has been like a problem forever where you're like showing me something and you're like you the phone is facing you uh-huh. and then sex and then you're trying to show me something uh-huh. and i can't see it and it happens a lot a lot okay so but it is like one of those things that people have and and i just don't understand what the purpose is in general mm-hmm. so that's why i call it a shady screen because the main purpose is to hide things from other people right no so why do you have it? Because I like it. <laughs> what do you like about it? I don't have nothing to hide. What, what, just, I, no, I like I'm it. not saying that. I'm saying, like what, what do you like about it? That what you just said. That other people can't see your screen. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's what I like. They shouldn't be looking at my screen and I'm not right. showing anything. I mean, it's good or like if you're when you're doing things outside. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. And I'm always outside. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so like videos. If I'm watching a video, you can't really see what it is, right? Unless you're trying to show me, like always. You're yeah. like, hey, look at this no, video. But that's what and I mean. I'm like, I can't see it. That's what I'm. Mean. If I'm not trying to show you, you can't see it. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And have you ever, have you ever got like in a line or something? You're watching something, and someone's just looking at your phone. Uh, like, what, what is she watching? Not that I noticed, but then again, well, have not... you done that? Okay. I'm not watching anything weird that I don't want people to see. Like, I'm either watching. Okay, what I watch on my phone is YouTube videos, and most of the time they're like, I watch this guy that does um, hair rea- like hair thing reacts where, okay, so if you're doing like a home haircut or home hair color, and he's um, he's like a professional, what are they called? Hair people? <laughs> hair stylist? Hair stylist. And then he like critiques people on doing bad botched home haircuts. Mm. and what else I, on YouTube I'll watch like random stuff people making things being like like just making stuff or, or nail nail stuff or I'm on Instagram or 
on Facebook or what if I'm watching a show right now I'm just watching reruns of RuPaul's Drag Race so I'm not watching anything I'm afraid of people seeing mm-hmm. I feel like that's not that's not enough for me to want to hide it mm-hmm. from other people that's all I'm saying okay. so I think I'm not entering my password I mean maybe if I was looking at like my bank account but then I don't I just consciously not look at my bank account when I'm in a group of people. Right, right. I'll just do it in the car before I get out if I'm, like, concerned about something or, like, what happened? Oh, when we went, it was funny because when we were going to Utah, Mm -hmm. my credit card got blocked right away because I was was putting everything on my credit card because I I was going to expense it for work. So I didn't want it to come out of my debit card, and I just thought, okay, I'll just do my credit card. And my credit card got blocked. Which is super embarrassing. Yes. You know, when you try to buy yeah. something and it's like, it doesn't work. And then you start to panic and it just becomes a big mess. Wow. So I just checked it once I got back to the car. I just grabbed my debit card, paid with my debit card, which is lost right now. I don't know what's at. Um, and I just checked it once I was in the car. I wasn't going to sit at 7-Eleven. We were buying like energy drinks, I think. Um, I wasn't going to sit there and look at my account and why my card got blocked in front of all the people. So personally, I don't get the, um, I don't get the purpose of it because I'm not doing things on my phone that I am afraid other people will see. Mm. That's why it just, I, I just don't grasp the concept and it's really hard when somebody's trying to show you something and you can't see it. Because you want to see it at the same time and it right, doesn't work right, out right. very well. Yeah. So that's why that's why I call it, call it the shady screen because like I personally don't understand the concept of it. And I love it, guys. I love my uh, my screen. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure a lot of people do, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm pretty sure everybody has it for their own reasons. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's the only reason why I have it. Yeah. Okay. And it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was funny. Though. Yeah. So yeah. So that so that was um. It's something that I wanted to talk about. The shady screen. Shady screen. Uh, shady and I'm screen sure other people, other people can relate to the shady screen. The shady screen and like getting it for shady reasons. I mean, it definitely serves a good purpose if you are trying to be shady, right? I mean, it serves a purpose. Right. But then again, you could just do shady stuff when the other person isn't around. Big deal. You don't need a screen for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. yeah well, what do you right. mean? Yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. Steph Do not right. agree with that. The Steph heads have to- spoken, baby. And now, mm-hmm. um, I have um, Fabrizio, babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're gonna I like them. Fabrizio's a... I say uh, them because his family is very yeah. nice, too. For, like Fabrizio and his family are real mm-hmm. cool. And I yeah. interviewed Fabrizio. Fabrizio Guido. If you guys don't know who Fabrizio Guido is, he plays Mikey on the Mr. Iglesias sitcom. And season two will come on June 17th. Mm-hmm. And I hope you like this little interview that I have with Mikey. Fabrizio Guido. Thank you, guys. We'll be back next week. How are you? What's going on? Can you hear me? Yes, brother. Can you hear me? Yeah, I have you. I have you on speakerphone. Um, if you want me to put on some headphones or something so you can hear me better or the quality, let me know. Um, ah, bro, you, you sound one. You sound one hundred, bro. Okay. All right. All right. Good. 
Hey, orale, hey, uh, first of all, happy early birthday, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you. What are we? I'm like, what, three days away from my birthday? Yeah, three days. And, uh, so you're, what is it, May 28th? May 28th, yeah. 21 are on you, May 28th. Are you considered a, a, a Taurus or you're, is it too far off? No, I'm a, I'm a Gemini. Oh, shit, look at you. Yeah, bro, I'm a, I'm a Gemini. I think it starts on the 21st of May into the 21st of June. Oh, so you just made it. Yeah, I mean, a couple of days, what, like like seven days? Uh-huh. Yeah, seven days. But, but yeah, been a Gemini my whole life. Pues a huevo, güey. When anyone asks me, though, I just say I'm all the time. They ask me, what's your, what's your Zodiac sign? Because people love, people love to ask that, and I just say, I'm all the time. Hey, um, do you believe in that, fool? Uh, I believe... I believe in certain qualities that, that like, that, you know, that come with, like, like, for example, me uh, being a Gemini, it's like that duality, and I don't know if it's just, you know, a coincidence, but I, I, I feel like I have a lot of duality to me, and there's also, like, communication uh, when right. it comes to being a Ge- Gemini. Like, I'm able to talk to people easily, and people talk to me easily. As far as, like, telling me about my day or my life, I haven't really gone into that. As much like I haven't gotten like any ch- astrology charts done or anything like that, but I do I do believe that like people you know born under a certain day or a certain time. I mean, just like as a baby, I think it has like a lot of influence. Maybe like the weather or something as to how mm-hmm. how you might be in the world, you know. Mm, okay, and then Gemini, the 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 Gemini. There's a lot of people that are real talented that are Gemini, bro. You're a talented motherfucker, dog. Hey, I'll tell you, you that. Thank you, thank you. How old were you when you started, bro? Uh, when you started, started acting? Started acting, uh, well, I must have been, I must have been like seven when I did my first commercial. I was doing commercials, and then uh-huh. 11, I started going out like, like theatrically, which is like for film and, and TV, and I was doing like small guest stars, like I did like a Grey's Anatomy here and there, and then like... I uh, saw you, bro, me and my lady saw you, dog. Oh, you guys saw me? <laughs> yeah. Were you guys what, browsing on Netflix or something and it was there? My my lady's a big uh, Grey's Anatomy fan. And then I yeah. I looked you up and and then we saw your episode. Oh, they're moaning and groaning, bro. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even I didn't I didn't even have a clue what set I was on. Now it's like I was watching a uh Shonda Rhimes master class on, on writing for television. I was like, Oh like crap, she's the one that made this show and I was there and like I didn't even I had no clue what like the what kind of show it was like I like as far as like how much of a following it has it's like a huge show they got so many oh hell yeah yeah bro yeah, so so I did that when I must have been like eleven and then um, when I was like twelve I I I got my first film and uh, that was and it, that, I think was that, that World was, War D uh, yeah yeah damn bro that's another classic right there bro bro that that one was like. I feel like that one was really the one that like showed me, like, it opened me up to this this kind of like this world, like like, you know, as far as like being around other people that were you know young kids that were actors that were also taking it like really seriously, and then being around grown ups and and uh, you know because I was away from home for that, so it's like these people became my family during that time. I was in I had never I had never left I had never left home I had never left the country like I I had never been on a plane before. And, wow. uh, and, 
obviously I was a minor, so I had to travel with a parent. And I was out in, in London. I was out in England for, like, three months. So for three months, mm. I was home, and everyone around there just kind of became fam for those for those three months. Wow, bro. How was it? How was that experience, bro, in London, in Europe, bro? It was, I mean, I was, I was so young and I had never traveled and it was just, it was just really eye-opening because like, like, as far as like travel, there was this whole aspect of traveling and like going to a new country for the first time and, and right, being right, in Europe right. and, you know, as a kid, like all that excites me, like, like, uh, you know, seeing, seeing stuff that I just saw on TV, like Big Ben or, or like Embankment right, right. and the, you know, the London Eye and all that. So that was all really cool to see. But then also being on this huge set um, that, that, like, I'm so grateful I had that experience. Like, it's being on this huge set, and, and they had, like, these – at one point they had, like, these stadiums built of just, like, green screen, and they had helicopters on cranes, and you're just – People, like, like with, with zombie makeup on, and uh, it was just really eye-opening, like, really, really eye-opening. It's like I got back home. And like I, I came back to my friends and I was like, bro, like there's a whole world out there. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, I grew, I grew a lot just, just you know, venturing out from home. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know, bro. You could grow by just traveling, dude. Yeah, and and it's not even. I feel like some people wait to you know, be able to travel far or outside of the country or anything like that, but. You know, mm-hmm. I always ask people, like, have you explored your own backyard? Like, have you seen everything there is to see in L.A.? Like, just going out of your comfort zone in L.A., taking small trips, things that aren't expensive, things that, like, just going on a hike somewhere. Like, right, you, right. you learn a lot. Like, you learn you learn a lot from doing that. It doesn't have to be an either-or. It's like, a, you know, you can find a middle ground. I feel like, like the Mexican culture, bro, we don't do that because our parents didn't do that. You know, yeah, so I, you kind know. Of, I kind of feel like we're, we, we're like, nah, bro, I could only go to Mexico and I could go, I could only go to Vegas and that's it. But yeah, people, well, I, people, that's funny. I keep saying I've never been out of the country. I've never been out of the country, but I have because I've been to Mexico. But it's like <laughs> being, being, you know, Mexican-American, that kind of like merges. You don't feel as much like you're going to another place. It's kind of just like that's just it's just all one, you know. No, I but, feel you, bro. And then I feel like a lot of people think it's expensive, bro. But, I mean, it's not that expensive. Traveling, it's, it's expensive, but it's not too bad, you know? Any, you know, anything's possible, you know, if you really... Anything's if, possible. If you really want to make it happen. I understand the place of, like, older generations, you know, coming to this country who couldn't who couldn't travel because of their circumstances or kind of having to hustle it out. Like, I, I totally get that. But like I said, there's also, there's also really small trips. You know, I, I know a lot of older people that, you know, grew up in the city that even put me on game with, like, places to go, you know, the best views here in the city. And, and um, you know, that that's an experience in itself. Like, just people right. just going to a view. Like, there's there's these little small things that people can do. Yeah, if, if you guys are listening, guys, start off slow, baby steps. Go to Riverside first. <laughs> visit Riverside first, bro, and then you go visit other yeah. states and then go to different countries, bro. Yeah. Um. That's good, bro. That's good. So you got World War Z. How was it working with Brad Pitt, bro? Oh, man. I mean, that man. All right. First like... of all, first of all, who's cuter, bro? Me or Brad Pitt? Oh, he's a nine, bro. <laughs> he's a nine, bro. You're, you're a ten. <laughs> oh, there he, he is. Mustache, bro. That's there, right? There he is. Oh, I love you, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, man, he's a he's honestly, man, he's a gentleman. Like, that's like, good, bro. He and I'm so grateful that he was the first kind of like you know people might say like star that I worked with because she really like set the bar as to like what it is to be successful and the way you should carry yourself. And it's like I've been on I've been on the set with him, you know, for three months on then almost four, and it's like. He just carried himself like a gentleman, treats everyone with respect. He's a good dude. And I've been on sets with people who don't have maybe as many credits as Brad, haven't produced films, aren't as big a star, and they carry, they carry themselves differently. And, like, I'm like, right. you know, everyone goes through everyone goes through stuff. As artists, people are, you know, always in their head about stuff. And I know there's so much to struggle with just being an artist, and it's hard. But, right. you know, it's like, Every time I do get in the mindset where I'm like, damn, like I can't deal with this right now, you know, I think back of like, you know, this man was had like the weight of his of the world on his shoulders, being number one on the call sheet of this huge film, and he still went out of his way to carry himself like a gentleman. That's always good to hear too, bro. Yeah, and I, and I've been I've been really blessed to work with people like that. I mean, like just Brad, Gabe, as well. He's someone who's someone who's the same way. That's that's always it's always good to hear when someone in that um in that stature stature is fucking super cool. You know what I mean? I always, Dude, I, I don't I, like hearing like oh he was a dick or or he was this and he was like oh man really no. you know I have I have nothing but good but good things to say about Brad. That's good, bro. That is good, dude. And after that, how did you get into on like sitcoms, bro? To to what I'm doing now? Yeah. Well, I had always. Cause it's a I change, had, right? It's, it's it's a change from going to movies to going to uh to sitcoms. It's a change, you know. To some people, it's uh, you know, it's a lot easier. Um, for me, I had I had always kind of stayed away from from the sitcom world, believe it or not. Like I, I never really understood the comedy. Never really took the time to to like watch some of these shows. Well, you're a natural, bro. If, if 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 you if you if you if you really were, if you weren't into it, bro, and then now that I see you, bro, then you're a fucking natural, bro. Your delivery, I, your delivery is fucking strong as fuck, bro. Like your little pauses, and to me, I like. I mean, I don't know anything, but to me, it looked like you studied it good. Like you studied it for a while, and I mean, and now I'm hearing that you didn't. Like, dude, you're a natural, brother. No, no, I, I definitely, I definitely did. I definitely did study it. You know, I. I okay. I I had to go out of my way because I wasn't really, I wasn't I wasn't too I wasn't too much of a fan of the kind of comedy that that was going on in the sitcom when when mm-hmm. I was you know working on the show I was working on the show like like before I was working on the show I should say I was um you know auditioning or whatever right and, right uh, like I don't know I didn't really jive with the comedy and. And I just had to find shows, and I would find certain people on the shows whose comedy I would study that did did kind of make me laugh. Like, I didn't want to be, like, really, I feel like it's it's overplayed sometimes right. in, in some of the shows that, that aren't as great. But then there's these really great shows that I started to discover, and, and I started to find out why people like sitcom, because I would watch these sitcom shows that I would study, and... I realized that, yeah, it's about, like, the comedy and stuff, but as I would play them on TV, I realized that at any point during this episode, my family could come and sit down and watch. They didn't have to be there mm. from the start. They could be right. there at, 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 in the middle, towards the end. Like, they would just gravitate towards the TV as I would put it on if I was watching it by myself. 
you know, my mom would be cooking or something. My dad would be off doing something else. And they would come and they would sit down. And I was like, oh, I get it now. You know, this is this is the beauty in this in this art form. It's like it's, it brings people together. Like it's a family, it's a family comedy. It's a family thing. You know, I was, I come from like a world where it was more theatrical, more TV, like single cam kind of stuff. But now like I've, I've completely fallen in love with, with multicam just cause, cause what I, what I see it does, what it does. And, and, you know, you know, I didn't get it at first, but now, now I do. And now I can recognize and watching these older shows that I didn't connect with before, like the stuff that's, that's actually, actually funny. Like I'll watch it again and I'm like, Oh, now I, now I get that. Now I get why that's funny. Mm. And what I like about this is also like growing up, the sitcoms, you know, as a kid, like I, I didn't really, I didn't really connect with a lot of the humor that was going on. Cause I didn't, you know, it was like, there was some things that were funny, but it was mostly all adults. And, um, you know, I couldn't connect with that as a kid, but this, this is different. You know, there's so many jokes that, that I get. There's jokes like catered to, to, to the Latino community that, that I love that like crack me up every time, you know? And I think that's right. Right. That's important. There's so many shows that, that don't have that. No, you're, you're, that's that's true, bro. A lot of people forget, you know what I mean? And then I feel like Mr. Iglesias, it, uh, it caters to everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, they're doing, you know, you're watching a sitcom and you're a kid and they're doing, you know, jokes about, I don't know, filing taxes or something like that. And as a kid, like, you're not, you know, you're not going to laugh at that. I mean, you'll laugh at that when you're older. But, right. you know, Mr. Iglesias, it's like Gabe has all these, you know, things that just, like, breaks into different age age groups and, and everyone on the show, man. Like everyone just does just such a kick ass job. Where's the craziest place you got recognized, bro? As far as like being a World War Z or on Mystery Glasses or on anything. Okay, a week a week after Mystery Glasses dropped, I went to mm-hmm. TJ. And um <laughs> I went to TJ and I uh-huh. was crossing the border in the car and the border patrol Got my, you know, I gave him my 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 passport or whatever, and he held on to it for a long time. And I was like, shit, you know, just just the fear of me. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong, but I was I was already scared. I was already scared. I was like, shit, I don't want like like, you know. And then he looks at me and he goes, hey, you're in Mr. Iglesias, right? And whoo, I was like, yes, I am. That was a, that was a big moment for me because I was like, wow, the border patrol recognized me. That's badass, but it's always a good feeling, you know, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's great, man. It's, it's it's great. Like to me, like represent. It's just a symbol of like, you know, it's like you work so hard, and it's it's not necessarily yeah. a recognition, but it's just like a part, a part of the journey. That's it's like a, just a cool thing. So, hey, brother, you you grew up in L.A. in the L.A. area, right? Yeah, I'm LA. I'm LA born and raised. I'm LA born that's and raised. That's badass, bro. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's that's dope, dude. Um, um, what do you um? If, are you, you you did you see the movie Blood In Blood Out? You've seen it, right? I did. I did, man. It took me like two days to watch it when I was little. So it's, it's long, bro. It's like the Titanic, bro. It's long, bro. I used to I used to watch it with my friends because my friends were really obsessed with it growing up and. Um, you know, we would all get together and be like, "Damn, we're gonna watch this hour today, and then tomorrow we'll watch the other hour." And, and you, so you saw it in parts, bro. 
Yeah, I saw it in part. We had to watch it in part. We didn't have the patience to watch. That's watch funny, it. bro. We liked it, and we wanted to sit it through. Um, but it's like, you know, as a kid, you just want to go out and play. And there's one character from Blood In, Blood Out. Which character would you have played, bro? Which character would I have played? Yeah. I mean, dude, I love, um, I honestly love Paco, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, right? I, I think Bach was super cool. Just, like, as a kid, he was, like, the, you know, he was just a badass. You know, he was the boxer. Um yeah, Negro, bro. Yeah, man. But, you know, his brother, who's an artist as well, I thought that was a, that was a, that was a killer role to play. Like, now, I, I, I'd, I'd love to play a role like that, you know, because it's, uh, right, right. it was just so sick. I think that character has, a, you know, an awesome arc, you know, him being the artist and then, you know, the whole drug aspect of it, it's, it's, uh, it's honest that that movie's a work of art. Yeah, it is, bro. It it is, and it, even if you watch it now, it's still gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you know what I like too is it's like you can watch it and and you know it shows a lot of L.A. and and there's so much in that movie that's no longer that's no longer in L.A. You know, it it, it you know it encapsulated like you know this piece of time. Uh, that, mm-hmm. like, you know, you drive through L.A. and it no longer looks the same. No, no, no. The Pino's still there, but it looks different, but it's still there. Yeah. I grew up, dude. I grew up a block away, two blocks away from the Pino, bro. You did? Yeah. Right there. You, you close, bro. I grew up. You're L.A. born and raised, too. You're, uh. Simon. Yeah. Simon. Yeah, I, hey, uh, I, I, I. Oh, yeah, I went to high school. One of my high schools that I went to, well, I lived in Montebello for a while, too, bro. I was at uh, Montebello High School. That's where uh, I went to high school with uh, with Jay Hernandez, bro. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm going to ask you these questions, bro. Uh, I'm going to see if anything has changed. Somebody asked you already, and I found it online. Who's your favorite actor? Who's my favorite actor? Yeah, I'm just uh-huh. after you tell me, I'm gonna I'm gonna read I'm gonna read off to I'm gonna read I'm gonna read you what it said. Man, okay. Um, because my my actors change all the time, so I'm pretty sure they change on yeah, you too. Dude, maybe maybe they asked you this when you were younger. My stuff changes every day. Uh, I feel you, actors, brother. Me actors, too. They're always changing for me. Directors almost always stay the same, but actors. Uh-huh. Um, I really like Pacino. Okay, okay. Right, right here was Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't, I don't know. I you don't, know. Hey. I don't remember saying Tom. I don't remember saying Tom Cruise. All right, I'm, I'm gonna ask you the rest of them. Man. Let me know if, 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 if this is all false, bro. Who's your favorite <laughs> actress? My favorite actress. Uh, I love America Ferrera. Okay, right here it says Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Okay, I, I can I can I can picture I can picture that I can picture a really young me being in love with Emma Watson and and uh, and saying that. All right, all right. Favorite color? Uh, green. All right, this is yellow, bro. Did you ever like yellow? I don't remember liking yellow. Where who are you? Who are you talking to about this? Are you? You so I'll send it to you. Hey, I'll send it to you after, you, bro. You chopping it up with my first pizza, bro. It's, it's better that way. It's better, bro. Favorite yeah. food? Uh, that's changed for sure, bro. Uh, that's changed. Right here? 
right here. I kind of see it like, okay, it's kind of you right here a little bit. Because right here it says pizza, pasta, and healthy food. Um, I still do pe- I, I I do vegan pizza now. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, because cause I, I like, I'm on a, I'm on a plant-based diet. So right, I right. Really, I don't really eat meat anymore. There's a lot of food that I do miss. A lot of food that I do miss. But like, I love these um, buffalo fries from Doomies. This spot. In oh, bro. Yeah, that's that that's good. They're like these these fries that taste like you know like like buffalo wings. They got the hot sauce on them and everything and ranch and oh yeah those that's what I've been missing. And then, and then it says favorite movie. It says not known. Hobbies traveling. <laughs> I don't know when I say that, man. I, I, traveled <laughs> one, I traveled once to the UK and I said that's my favorite hobby. Um, bro, you travel one time, bro. <laughs> I travel one time. You didn't create you. Hey, that's my yeah. favorite. Look at you. Okay, hobbies. I travel, eh? They flew me out first class and I milked it. Right. <laughs> Look at all my stamps on my passport, guys. I'm a world <laughs> world traveler, bro. Bro, it's almost a valid, bro. I was like, I must have been, like, I must have been a little too late, man. They probably asked you this right after um, um, World War Z, bro. I'm I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it was, a, I'm sure it was around that time. I saw it, dude, and I'm like, I'm gonna screen, I'm gonna screenshot this, and I'm gonna ask him these questions. <laughs> nah, those are, those are no longer valid. We have to update those. Yeah, bro. Oh, that was funny, bro. Um, hey, um, how did you like the the Tropicali, bro? Tropicalia? If you guys don't know Tropicali, yeah, Tropicalia was a big concert in LA. It was an outdoor venue. It was a three day thing, and it was awesome, bro. And it was it was badass, honestly. Like, and I appreciate it so much more right now because I'm like, who knows if, if it'll ever be the same again? Like, who knows if people yeah. are gonna be that comfortable, you know, being with each other? Like, it was it was a ton of people that were there, and we were all so close together. Yeah. So, so who knows if that's ever gonna be the same again? So I appreciate it so much more right now. But it was it was it was kick ass. Like, I mean, anyone who knows me knows that that I love. Spanish rock. I love rock in Espanol, mm. and, and there were so many great bands that played, like, you know, just getting to hear these, like, classics that I grew up with from Los Enanitos Verdes, Hombre, yeah. Verde, like, then play together, Caifanes, it was, it was real fulfilling, and, and, and it was a trip for my dad, too, because, you know, he used to listen to this stuff when, when he was younger, and, you know, I could tell it was a trip that, you know, because I took both my parents to have them with me, and yeah. be, yeah. you know, we're listening to the same same music. I think he had gone to some of these artist concerts back when he was like 20, and now it's like I'm 21 and I'm going to these concerts with my pops now, and and uh, just cool, just a cool moment, man, cool moment. Hey, shout out to your parents too, bro. Your parents are also talented as fuck, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, and uh, and they're and they're super cool, bro. They're super cool. They're real talented, and 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 I I mean. To me, I felt like I was with um, right away when I met them. I felt like I was around relatives already, bro. That's the vibe they bring out, dude. You know what I mean? And, and they, they make you feel comfortable, though. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, well, obviously I feel that way. <laughs> you know, I am. Well, stay away. 
but no, you know, I feel I feel the same way about about you having you around and all the people that I, you know, all the people that I work with. It's it's awesome. Like every set that I've ever been on, it's like I've I've have to grow into that, into becoming like a family with people. But this set, just culturally, it just we connected instantly, and and um, just I feel like you know everyone around. I mean, you're not always there, but you're there on 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 Thursday nights, and and just having you around is like. It's just super cool. It just creates, you know, that's that's what I live for. Like those Thursdays, you know, having everyone there, you there, you know, all of all of Gabe's people there, my people. It's just it's a it's a good time. That's show day, bro. Thursday was show day. You know what I mean? Thursday was show day. Yeah. Thursday was show day, bro. And then it was just a good vibe. Everybody, it felt like everybody just got along, bro. You know what I mean? Everybody was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. No, everybody got along. There was no bickering. Everybody did what they're supposed to do, and there was no egos or nothing, bro. And that was awesome, bro. And and it shows on the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. It shows yeah. on the show. We're like, damn, man. You know? Yeah. And we just go in there and we have fun, and and you know we celebrate like just every day. I feel like it's it's just celebrating, and every Thursday. You know, it's it's always heartfelt, and it never becomes the same. At least to me, it never becomes the same. Like I'm, That's I'm, always good. That's always yeah. good. That means you're always learning, bro. That means you're always learning. That's always good. When it, be, when it, when it becomes the same or when you get like, uh, like, oh, it feels like a routine, then change something, bro. And that's good yeah. that you said that, bro. That's good that you – because you see it differently. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I appreciate every Thursday and, and um, having everyone around. And like I said, you know, it's just – a celebration, you know, you know, being able to come out with the second season and just, you know, even the people that, that watch the show that I don't know directly, like if you're watching the show and you, you're supporting us, you're following us, like, like we're celebrating with you, even though we don't know each other directly, like yes. you're, you're why, you know, you're a reason why we, why we do this. You know, this is a reason why Gabe and I, and you know, the rest of the, the crew, like, this is why we do this, you know, cause we want to, we want to celebrate these stories that we have. Hey, is there a role that you went out for that you didn't get to and you, and you wanted it, bro? I'm pretty sure you wanted every role that you went out for. But there's one that where you disappointed, like, fuck, bro. Mm. I don't know. It's tough for me to sink into that, to be honest with you, because I, I you know, right after that happens where I don't book something that I really want, it's like I, you know, Later, like now, I can look back and realize why I didn't get that, right? Or right. Why why it wasn't why it wasn't meant to be. Um, like there's a show that I won't say the show that I was I was up for and I was I was really excited to be a part of the show and um, mm-hmm. you know I didn't I didn't get the show, but then, you know. It was really great. The writing was really great. Everything was great. But then it was like done. It was executed. And I was like, wow, like this is not what I expected. In my head, it it was so much better. You know, in my mind, this could have been, you know, really great. Right, but, right. Uh, that, that's not what happened. So that was the only time I really felt a loss. But then it was like, hey, like it didn't, it didn't turn out the way that you, that you expected. So you kind of, you know, you kind of dodged the bullet on that. And this was around the same time that, that um, I was going out for, for Iglesias, and, uh, mm. you know, it's like I got Iglesias, and I'm, I'm so happy that this was this was the one. 
That ass, bro. Yeah, and then you said you were also a fan of Gabriel before, too, right? You were a fan yeah. of his comedy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was – man, I've been a fan of Gabe since I, you know, since I was, like, seven or eight. Um, just watching him on YouTube, I had never gone to one of the shows, but I would mm-hmm. watch him on YouTube. Like, funny, I, I had – I had um, I had gone to lunch with, with – or I had gone to dinner with one of my castmates from World War Z. And mm-hmm. I, you know, around the time that I booked it and I told her, Hey, like I got this new show. It's a Netflix show. She's like, Oh, what is it about? And I was like, you know, it's a multi-cam and it's with Gabriel Iglesias. And she, and she was like, Oh really? I was like, yeah, fluffy. And she goes, Oh my God, I'm so happy for you. Like, I remember you used to play that all the time when we were on set World War Z, like you wow. walk around playing, playing Gabe on your, on your tablet. And I was like, uh, huh. Well, yeah, you're right. Like it, it, like kicked in. So that was, that was really cool. You know, people, people who know me know that that I've been, you know, I've been a big fan of Gabe for a really long time. That's cool, bro. That's cool. And then the new season two is coming out June seventeenth, bro. Are you excited? Oh, man, I'm so excited. This is like a, you know, it's it's a, it's just an awesome moment in life, and and. It's just so cool that we got to do another season. And, and it, when I did the show first season, it didn't feel like it was just going to be one season. I felt like there was no, so much no, more that no, needed to be no. said. God, I've had so many awesome moments throughout these couple of years, um, just on set and just growing as an artist. And like, you know, I, like I don't want to spoil it, but like I, I like, there's a lot of really great moments between all of us in the cast. Like just even wow. holding down myself present in the scenes and myself not there. Just like I've seen everybody just deliver really great, great work. And, you know, like my favorite moment, I don't want to spoil it, but it's just a scene where I like my character, Mikey, tells Gabe that like I appreciate him for something. And that night I did it in front of a live audience. And I don't, I don't know if anyone noticed, mm-hmm. but like just me being able to being able to tell him that like it wasn't I wasn't speaking from the character that day. I was like speaking genuinely, genuinely from from me. You know, genuinely, that was coming from coming from the heart. You know, it was written on the script, but like for that just split moment, it was like I was coming from me, and like you know, because I you know, like I said, I've been a fan of Gabe for so long. There was times as a kid where like you know I needed a laugh, and and maybe stuff wasn't as cool as it is now, and I you know I always resorted to watching Gabe, and you know that's what that's what comedy's for. You know, I went to Gabe. Yes, and I was, yeah, I was able to hear him when I was down as a kid. And now here I was years later feeling like I was on top of the world across from someone I admired so much. And I was able to tell him, you know, thank you. And like that, mm. that, that night, I remember that scene, I was, I did it the first time and I walked out of the classroom on the, on the set, you know, our set is like a classroom. And I was like, shit, I don't know how I'm going to go back into that room and do another take without like completely, <laughs> completely breaking down. Oh, uh. Hey, were you I crying, just, bro? Was I crying? Yeah. I I had to wipe them away as soon as I could. Yeah. <laughs> in between, in between hey, bro, that. we're big on all this, bro. Us Mexicans, we're on all this, bro. We gonna be tough, bro. We're crying, baby, dog. Yeah. I'm, hey, being being tough is easy, man. Anybody, anybody can be tough. Anybody. Bro, I was watching a movie. This anybody can be tough. You're right. Anybody can be tough, bro. Anybody, but we are anybody orders, can bro. be tough. Anybody can start a fight, man. But not everybody can keep it real. No, and there's a reason why Mexicans they they, they do that little chant. Quieres llorar? Quieres llorar? Dude, yeah. this is fucking true, bro. 
Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with crying. I honestly, I honestly wish I could cry more. To be honest with you, I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I could cry more. Just because, just because you know, culturally, it's like, oh, boys don't cry. Especially being Mexican, it's like you know, it's very much about being macho. But right, know, right. now I'm learning. Now I'm learning. Like, bruh, if you're not crying, you're just faking it. Like, you're just building up your own wall, man. You're not being real. No, you're yeah, you're right, bro. If you're genuinely moved by something, like, cry, dude. That's life. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's the last movie you cried on, bro? <clears throat> not as an act, not as an actor, bro, but watching the movie. That Watch, you cried. watching. Um, oh man, every movie makes me cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's level, there's levels to it. There's levels to it. Like I watched um, Pan's Labyrinth, which is like, which I'd say is like one of my favorite movies. Uh-huh. Um, you know, El Laberinto del Fauno, Guillermo del Toro, and mm-hmm. um, that movie made me cry, like just a little bit, just uh, just a little bit, not 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 like deep, just a little bit, like towards the end, you know. I was like, man, that girl is so, is so virtuous. She's so brave, and I like cried because she, because how brave she was. I was like, I just thought that she was like so giving, and like I admired that character. So I like, I cried. I was like, man, she's a good human being. But the the last mm. one that I like just ugly cried was <laughs> like, I don't think I had cried like that in like in a really long time, and I just let it out. Freaking Coco, man. All right. Freaking Coco got me. I walked to that. Yeah. I walked out of that movie theater dehydrated. Like I had a hoodie. I had a hoodie on, and I felt the tears coming, so I threw it. I threw it over my head and just kind of shut it. Uh-huh. I remember getting out of the theater and the whole sides of my hoodie were like soaked. They were like like wet. <laughs> yeah, Coco. That movie got to you, bro. Coco hit home hard. Yeah. That's the movie where you have to show your homies. Uh, the hardcore homies, hey, bro, okay, bro. You don't want to go to therapy. You don't want to talk about your feelings. Watch Coco, man. That'll help you out. Watch Coco. Yeah. Cause, Watch cause Coco, bro. It put me in a vulnerable state just being in that theater watching that movie to the point where I was, like, I was so vulnerable that, like, a scene would come out, like, where the flowers, the bridge flowers are there, and I just cried because it was beautiful. <laughs> You didn't cry because your abuela died. Dude, that's just crying because it was beautiful. No, no. That's it, was it all bro. Up. It was all coming in. It was all coming in. Like, the abuela passing away and everything just put it, just made it so that I was so vulnerable and so open that everything, just so sensitive that everything was making me cry with that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, Fabricio. Hey, uh, how did how, is uh your your uh your dad's not named Fabricio? How did they come up with the name, bro? Fabricio. Yeah. Um. Is, is like your grandpa is is your grandpa named Fabricio or anybody in your family? No, no one. My mom was really my mom was really like not trying to name me after anyone. She okay. was like, you know, I don't want I don't want him to be named after I don't want him to be named after anyone. I want him to be you know his own thing. I don't want him to be junior or the second or. Or anything like that. Um, That's really, good. That's I really, good. I really don't know. I mean, I think I think it comes because you know I'm, I'm Mexican Italian, and you know I think they were just like, oh, we want to pay homage to, to you know the Italian side, and 
in me, and I guess mm. they just they decided to land land on that. I think it was like between either that or Sebastian or something. And mm. okay. which which I've come to find out it means uh like a like a craftsman, like someone who works with their hands. Okay. So so I dig it. I dig it now. And that's a clean name, bro. Like I'm telling you, bro, we gotta make you that shirt. We gotta make you the fabuloso bottle. We're gonna show you in a bottle, bro. I'm telling you, bro, that shit will be hot in the streets, bro. That'll new be merch. hot in the streets, bro. Merch, Come bro. get your new fabuloso, fabuloso shirt, bro. Yeah. Twenty five today, thirty tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Sold out the next day, bro. And, and you know what, bro? I give I give your mom credit, bro. That's why I named my show New Latinos because what your mom did when she said, you know what, I don't want to name them after anybody. That's good, bro, because Latinos, we like naming our sons, our kids after everybody, bro. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that, I've, that's, I think that's dope. You know, it comes from a good place. It comes from a good place. Like, yeah, it's the dopest thing you can do. You know, you love someone so much that you want to, you know, you want to name them after somebody. Um, but there's also, you know, just pe- people creating a new name for themselves in their own, their own name. Hey, at season two of of Mr. Iglesias, bro, I saw I saw your growth, bro. Like, like, damn! If 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 I was giving out awards, bro, you're gonna get a fucking award, bro. But I'm not, fool. But if I was giving out awards, you would have got an award, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you. I, I I felt it. I mean, it was, it was, it was beautiful to be there and and. You know, I really, I really tried my, you know, I really tried to contribute and, you know, make this show special. And, you know, it's, it's serious. Like we're, we're encapsulating this moment in time that's going to be sent out into the world. And, you know, a bunch of people will be able to watch this. And, and I just wanted to make sure it was special. And like, you know, being able to be here is something I really appreciate. And, and you, you know, I want to make, I want to make everybody on the show look good. I want to make, yeah. I want to make the show be be something really special. So so I tried. I really tried. And and dude, it, it doesn't even look like you were trying, bro. Como te digo, you just look natural, bro. Like dude, it just comes out easy with you, bro. And that's dude, that's good as hell, bro. I've seen a lot of people, and I've seen how hard it is for a lot of people. Very talented people. I see how hard it is. And with you, it's just like como nada, we. Yes. Um... You know, it it take it's it's taking work, and it's also the people I'm I'm surrounded by. You know, and yes. people I'm surrounded yes. by, you know, have a lot to do with it. I'm I'm motivated to go in there every day, and and sometimes it just comes naturally. Like in between a scene or something, you know, Gabe is so open and so open to collaboration. Like he just makes me feel like my actions, you know, during the scene are welcome, and and you know, he'll like capitalize on that. You know, he'll add to it, and, and we'll jive together. Or you know, Cree who sits next to me, you know, like you know, if the, those kind of like those those partners that I have in in the mm-hmm. team, they they're all really really supportive, so they inspire me to do that. And it was really just also as far as like learning the craft and, and you know getting comfortable with it, it was really getting comfortable with with my own comedy. Like like I, right, like, right. I was saying, like I didn't wanna I didn't wanna do what the shows were doing, and I don't want to kind of learn from that. Like I wanted to learn what I can but I wanted to translate it into my own thing. I wanted to make sure I kept it grounded but funny and, and just come with me. Like, like I didn't want to copy. I just wanted to be, I just wanted to bring something of, of my own. Mm. And, it's, and it's like, it's also like 
like I was saying, like growing, being comfortable around the, around the people that you're with. Like I'm always, you know, my family knows me and, and I'm really funny with them. And, and, you know, at family reunions or, you know, I gather with my cousins, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm super, I'm a good time with them. I'm a good time with them. I'm not always right, like right. that. With, I'm not always like that with everyone, you know, it's because I'm comfortable with them and they know, you know, we have that history. And I was like, you know what, it's time to kind of bring that to, to the show. It's kind of, it's time to bring that, that family person that I am to the show. And a lot of people don't know this about you, bro, but you're, uh, you're, um, dude, you take care of your parents, bro. You respect your parents and, um, uh, a lot of people don't do that anymore, and you still do that, and that's what I appreciate the most out of you, bro, that you're a grounded kid, dude. And, I mean, you, you, you were in a big movie with Brad Pitt, fool. You were, you're on a, a Netflix show with season two coming out, a hot show, and you're still grounded, dude. Thank that you. Shows a lot. That shows a lot. That, that the D-Way shows a lot from you, bro. You, you're, you're a grounded motherfucker, bro, and it takes a lot to be grounded with what you have already and what you accomplished already as well. Thank you. You know, like I I appreciate that and you know it's no it's never it's never like a burden or anything. Like like it makes me happy to be in the position to be able to do to do that and also like I feel like a lot of people like you're saying, you know, it takes a lot to be grounded and stuff. For me I think it's been the complete opposite. Like I'm so, I think one thing that I'm so grateful for is how much, how well I've kind of handled this new kind of life that I have right now. It's like, right, right. I feel like a lot of people, it's like they get, you know, this like small fame or, or you know, this moment or, or a job and, you know, they can act differently. But for me, very early on, I realized like, oh shit, like I, I got what I've been wanting for such a long time. And then I go, okay, like I got what I've been wanting, but I, I also know what I've appreciated, like, never more than, more than never, like, have I appreciated what I've always had. It's like, the people mm. that I've been with, the people that I have around me and stuff, it's like, yeah, that's, I didn't, I didn't see it then, but, like, now I see, like, the people that have always been around me, my family and everything, like, that's what I appreciate the most. Like, like, you know, once, it's like people work towards this goal that they think their life is going to be better once they get it. Not true. There's so much around you. Yes. Like any given moment in time, that is what's really what's really of value, and I guess I just recognize that, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I got this goal that that I'm super appreciative of. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, you know, what is it if I can't share it with the people who made it happen? You know, right, people right, right. that contributed to my me being in this headspace and raised me, and and yeah, I feel like it's been totally different. Instead of like, you know, coming off the ground, I've, I've been you know, it's been more of a grounding thing for me. Like just being known and being on the show and everything and this new life has been more grounding because now I realize like, dude, don't put so much importance in in the material. Like the importance lies in in your family. It lies in, in, you know, your character and you as a person. So I'm so, I'm like so grateful that that's how, that's how I've handled it. And that's naturally what's come out of my mind. Like I like, God knows what it could have been if I, you know, if I would have been more immature or something and, and you know, I, I could have seen it a completely different way and started acting different. Like, I'm just, I'm I'm genuinely super grateful that that's how I've taken it in. And you could just tell, bro, you could just tell that, that it's sincere, bro. You know what I mean? That you're not faking the fun and that's who you really are. Thank you. Thank you. You know, that's how, you, that's how you really are, bro. And I don't want you, I don't want you to be crying right now, fool. 
Quiere llorar. Quiere llorar. Quiere llorar. Anyway, what's something that you bought, fool, that, that when you got your first check, bro, a first good check that, that you, something, not, I'm not going to say dumb, but something that you bought that you shouldn't have bought, that you always wanted. Like, for me, I always get all the consoles, all the PlayStations, all the Nintendo, everything that comes out, I get. All the Jordans that come out, I get, because I remember those, that, those are things that when I was a kid and I couldn't afford them. My mom couldn't afford for me. So now that's all I get. Hmm. Let me see. I I, I always bought things. I, I I bought things that I didn't that I didn't, that, that weren't necessarily like oh I shouldn't have gotten. Like I remember when I when I when I turned uh, eighteen, I had gotten access to like my Coogan and and some cash, you know that that I had worked for, mm-hmm. and and um, I went and I bought a leather jacket because I wanted a leather I wanted a leather jacket. Now I rarely even wear the, the damn thing, so. You know, I don't know if that was such a good purchase, but it was cool because I wanted a, I wanted a leather jacket for so long. So right, right. You know, as a kid, that was like a symbol of cool for me. So I went and got that, and then um, I always wanted like I wanted a, a, a punching bag. I wanted like to box, like the gloves, a little nice setup, and I and then I went and got I went and got that later on in life. Um, but I never, I never, you know, and that, that I still put to use, you know, if I exercise or something like that, still put to use. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Um, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't really like balled. I haven't really balled out. Like I said, like I've always been really cool with, with, um, with everything I do have. I'm, I'm real, I'm real That's simple, cool. man. I'm real simple. Right, right. Like, like if anything, the most is like I, I like I like buying music. I like buying records, like vinyl. Mm, yes. And also, I don't like to have a lot of stuff, which is kind of ironic. Um, but I feel like my vinyls are real nice and organized, and like I, I get stuff that I love. Like I, I only buy stuff that I love. I always ask myself, like, if you love it, get it. If you doubt it, then it's a no. Don't get it. Um, but yeah, just like I guess my my vinyls. Um, I said I bought a oh I bought a hamster. Oh, you were telling me the last time. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I bought a, I bought a hamster, um, which I don't, which I don't regret at all. But it's funny, man, because like I had bought this hamster and like I spoiled the hell out of it, and I bought it a car and I bought it this like ball and like just the coolest little setup. Right, and then right. he didn't even like, he didn't even like any of that stuff. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, bro, I'm gonna make him an Instagram and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put him here and I'm gonna, you know, bring him with me on set and bring him everywhere, and then I just realized, like, shit, he's kind of like me, like, he just likes, you know, you know, little simple stuff, and I was like, damn, so I'm stuck with all this stuff that he uses occasionally, because I force him to, but, right, right. you know, and then my, then my grandma gets here, and she's like, como que te gastaste 200 dólares en ese razón? she's like, me hubieras dado el dinero a mi perma al casino. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, Love she, wants, she wants to spend my she wants to spend my cash more than you know more than anything. She thinks I make dumb decisions with buying a hamster. Bro, you're you're a over there giving the your hamster ojo, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need to buy one of those little one of those little bracelets, but though with the little eyes. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm gonna buy next. I'm gonna search on Amazon to see what they have. <laughs> 
Hey, Rob, what, what, are, what, are the, what are games you remember playing when you were a kid, like Mexican games? Like Loterias 1, what other games do you remember playing? Mm. Well, I played Loteria. I, mean, I don't know if they, these are considered necessarily Mexican games, but, like, I don't remember, I don't remember any, any real, like, board games. I remember playing, like, a lot outside with, like, my cousins. And, okay, like, um, okay. you know, you start off, everybody's foot is in the center, Zapatito Blanco, Zapatito yeah. yeah. And then you play tag like that. Um, I know, I know, but I know you're from, so your family's from Sonora, and so is mine. They love Baraja, where do you guys play La Baraja, where? Uh, I play with my family sometimes. Like, growing up, it was sometimes, very lightly. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was, I was actually, I was checking out, uh, I've been, I've been into a lot of, like, Los Angeles history lately. Like, I've been, I've been trying to see, like, how the city was started and founded and all that, and, um, you know, it was started by, by a couple families from Sonora. Originally, there was a neighborhood that was called Sonora Town here. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. You know, L.A. was founded, you know, between people, families from Sonora, and then there was, you know, influence from the Spaniards and that came, right, right. You know, that'll put the missions down and throughout California. But, yeah, Los Angeles in itself, you know, I think the full name is uh, Nuestra Señora Reina de Los Angeles, the full yeah. name for L.A., um, but yeah, if I'm not if I'm not wrong, what I've been reading, um, it was it was founded by some families from Sonora. Or at least they contributed to a neighborhood or something like that. Mm. Okay, okay. Hey, you ever played the game Tomatodo, bro? Tomatodo? Yeah, Tomatodo is kind of like a it's like a it's like a drinking oh, game, bro. No, no, hold on, hold on. It could be a drinking game. So it's it's like a little top and you spin it, bro. And when you spin it, it says Toma uno. Or toma dos, toma todo, oh, todo oh, spawning. Like it looks like a trompo, huh? Yeah, like a little trompo, a smaller version of it. No, I never played that. Yeah, I, I know that they sell them at the they sell them at the market. Like you're checking out sometimes at the Mexican market, and they have them in un baldecito. Like yeah. you're able to buy them. Uh, yeah, no, I never, I never played that. That's a good little game too. You play with dollars, you play with quarters, bro, and it's a, it's a good little come up. A lot of people play with alcohol too, bro. Yeah, I can see why. Yeah, yeah, see why. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, no, I never, never played that. Well, I'm gonna ask you some. I'm gonna ask you some questions, bro. This is this is for the culture, bro. You ready? All right, bro. One of them has to go, bro. One of them has to go. Enchiladas, enchiladas, uh, chile rellenos. Uh, what else? Uh. What else? What else is kind of like that? Enchilada, chilo rellenos, or like let's just say albondigas, or um, or costel de camarón. One of them has to go, bro. What has to go, bro? Chile relleno <laughs> has to go, bro. Has to go, bro. Chile relleno has to go. So you, you, if you don't eat chile relleno one time in your life, you're good with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a good one, bro. Chile relleno has to go. I, I would have said, uh, Chile relleno. Okay. So what would you have to go? Albondigas, Lee. Are you don't like albondigas? No, hell no. no even, I, 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 I didn't even like it sense. when I, I didn't even like it when I ate meat, bro. I thought that shit was the nastiest shit ever, bro. Bro, it's hot as shit right now outside, and I can guarantee you that if I walk into my kitchen right now, my abuela's making albondigas, bro. 
That shit has to go, bro. Tell your abuela the hamster and the amondigas have to go. <laughs> hey, your abuela's putting the hamster right now in the amondigas, bro. That's yeah, the amondigas that you're eating, bro. I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, okay, now, okay, now, now, this is when it gets kind of harder, bro. Los tucanes, los tigres, or chalino? One of them has to go? One of them has to go, bro. Hey, bro, that's not fair. Bro, one of them, I'll go first. <laughs> los tucanes. Yeah, I'll... Yeah, I'll say I'll second that. I, I'll second that. I feel like uh, Los Tigres have have music that um, you know that can that can you know substitute that. But then you right. know, Chalino, Chalino is just in his in his own lane, bro. Chalino Sanchez is kind of in his own lane. That's when you want to feel real badass. In, oh fuck yeah, bro. You know? Um, yeah, I, I'll probably go with the Los Tigres. Bro, and, and you know what? I went easy on you, bro. You went easy on me? You ready for the hard one? And I'm not going to give you the hard one. I'm just going to tell you what I was going to ask you. You ready for the hard question I was going to ask? Okay. You could bring someone back, who would it be? If I could bring someone back, who would it be? Yeah. Um, someone, that, someone that's passed away. Like in my in my own life or? Any, in any life, dude. That's hard, bro. Because... Mm. Any answer, it's going to be right to you, but like, oh, how, what about this person? What about that person, you know? Well, I, I, I'm obviously, uh, you know, no one's a fan of death. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of death. Like, I, I hate going through loss. I hate it when I lose someone. Me too, like, bro. It's, it's so hard. It's so hard on me. Um, you know, it's also like it's also a huge part of life, and it's something that I gotta wrap my heart around and my head around. And like, I come to terms with people going, and I realize like it's it's for the better. And sometimes I think, you know, as far as artists, sometimes being that influential, being that influential, does come from their death or some this feeling of like unfinished business. Um, right, right. I won't I won't speak on on anything like anybody in my family, like personally, who I would wanna who I would wanna come back. Um, something I fantasize, you know, you everyone kind of fantasizes being able to pick up the phone one day and call this person that's no longer here, and it's like shit. Well, what's the yeah. number? To, what's the number to where they are right now? You know, it doesn't exist. So just being able to give them one last hug. Um, so I'll stick. I'll stick to a celebrity. Um, I feel like uh. I feel like I feel like Pac would have been an interesting person to say, right, bro? And, and especially for what's going on right now, yeah. I wonder what he could have been, bro. I don't think yeah. he would have just been a rapper or a movie star. I could, I think he could have been something else. Nah, man. I mean, when that's he, how influential he is. Oh, yeah. He when he left, when he left, he was cooking. You know, being a director, he was you know cooking being a you know in film and and all this stuff. And I think he he would have had a freaking amazing career ahead of him. And, and he would have been something, something really, really, you know, he's something really, really great. But I, you know, in that, in that whole realm of film, I think he would have had a lot to say. And just, you know, I've read his, um, his book on poetry. He has this book, like a collection of, of his poems that are written by hand and then typed out on another page. 
and mm-hmm. he wrote this book. He wrote he wrote these poems. It wasn't necessarily a book. Someone like put them together and made this book. And he wrote these when he was like eighteen or something. And this dude just at such a young age was so wise, and it's almost like he was speaking to the future when he was writing. And um, I just think he was a beautiful soul that I think would have would have contributed to that. That being said, I think he's also influenced a lot of great artists today. Um, yes. That kind of carry on his his spirit and his work, and you know, I love and that's that's a Gemini, that's a Gemini brother. I was about to say that. I was about to say that another Gemini brother right there. Yeah, that's a Gemini brother of mine right there. So I've I've always kind of talented motherfucker. Yeah. So I I just I love the way he's always spoken and and uh, yeah, he just I just think it would have been a real real interesting time had he be had it been around right now. And that's a perfect answer, bro. That's a perfect answer. Yo, Fabrizio, love you, bro, and thank you for jumping on this call. And dude, bro, love you too, success, bro. bro. Para adelante, hey. vamos, wey. I will. I'm glad I made it through without crying, though. <laughs> hey, go look at your hamster, bro. Keep yeah. keep us informed with your hamster, dog. I know, dude. I got now that I said it. I've been keeping it on the low low that I have a hamster, but now that I said it, I gotta put a picture of him on Instagram or something so people know. Put a picture on. Let let us know he's alive, bro. Yeah, man. Orale, let people know where where they can find you at, bro. Orale, man. Um. Okay, so on on Instagram, I'm just my name, Fabrizio Guido. You can follow me there. More than welcome. Um, you know, I'd love to hear what you think about the show. It comes uh, first season's already streaming on Netflix. Uh, second season comes out June 17th. So, you know, if you want to surprise me for my birthday, go watch the show a couple days after my B-Day on the 28th. So, yeah, much love, man. Thank you for having me on. Much love. See you soon, bro. And stay, stay safe, brother. Hey, Ada, bro. I thought. A rato. Bye.